Blog Talk Radio. about a year and a half or so, right, Mark? So much has happened in the last year and a half, and we wanted to cover it. Uh, a lot happened in the community. A lot happened here in the country. We got a new president. We had a new president back in January. Uh, but before we get to get all that, um, we got a, a few other hosts that I want to introduce. Uh, my cousin, Helen. Hi, everyone. And our friend, Matthew Kent, who is uh, he's actually from the Jewish community. We thought we'd get a different perspective here uh, on a lot of this stuff. Matthew? Hello. And, of course, we have uh, Steve, our engineer. I'll say hi on his behalf. <laughs> <laughs> he's engineering right now. <laughs> so um, what's been going on, guys? How's everybody what doing? What hasn't been going on? That's what I need to know, man. This world has gotten absolutely insane. The only positive thing that's happened was an eclipse. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually outside. <laughs> did you see the picture I posted on Facebook? I did. I, I said, did anybody else see this? But, uh, yeah, I was actually outside. We didn't really see much of it here. I mean, all, all you know, no puns intended, all BS aside, we didn't really see much of it. It was really cloudy, kind of, and we didn't really get to see much of it, did we? I don't know. I was at work, and I didn't, wasn't really paying attention, so. I mean, I was working, but they made it like it was going to be, like, pitch black outside. It just looked like it was cloudy like it was going to rain or something that was it i heard uh amazon made billions or millions of dollars in glasses sales did you guys hear that reminds me of y2k you know all the panic over y2k you know your computer's gonna crash everything's gonna stop working you have to upgrade and then by the way everything was perfect y2k had to be the biggest joke i remember uh a friend of mine at wayne state and i um you know robert keiko's uh, a friend of mine and I, or he, you know, he and I were, we, we were like laughing at everybody because he was at that time he was a, at the, uh, he was in the engineering department, you know, their IT director, and I was down there a lot, and it was really funny. You see people like loading up with water for like two, three years and stuff like that. And <laughs> at the store, we were pulling, we didn't even take the water off the boxes. We just rolled them up front. People were attacking each other for it. Are you serious? Oh, it was like insanity. By the way, Mark owns that. There's a Heartland Market on 12 and Farmington. Great place. Go there if you guys want the great products, great uh, supermarket. So go there if you guys want. Uh, but, yeah, Y2, Y2K was the biggest crack of crap that I ever. You know? and, and I think I think the top scientists knew that it was going to be a, you know, be a flop, but they just let it go. They rolled with it. Well, you know, to believe the man, the more drama they sell on TV, the more the higher the ratings are, right? Yep, and it improves the economy for about a week. News had something to talk about, scare the heck out of you every day. They had a new story of what, what else was going to go wrong with Y2K. That too. Yeah. <laughs> so, we got a new president, Donald J. Trump. Um, I mean, a lot, you know, the, the liberals are, have been going crazy ever since he was elected. 
Uh, they've tried all kinds of things. They've gone into mourning. They had comfort dogs. They, <laughs> coloring books. Coloring books, crayons. I mean, you name it, they did it. Safe spaces. Safe spaces? Yeah. Safe spaces? Yeah. yeah. You didn't hear about yeah, that? Yeah, there were certain parts of colleges where you, you can go there and nobody can talk politics and leave alone. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, were the comfort dogs with them in those spaces? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> some of us here are Trump supporters. Some of us are anti-Trump, um, you know. And of course, what happened recently, back in June, within our own Chaldean community, with the uh, the deportees, is actually, um, you know, it's actually impacted the whole Trump issue and the the voting and the Democrats versus the conservatives, the Republicans, and whatnot. Um, a lot of Chaldeans did vote for Trump, uh, and and from from what I hear, a lot of them are, you know regretful of doing it uh buyer's remorse yeah exactly so i guess we'll start with the presidency i mean um you know who i voted for trump uh i was to me it was like voting a you know between a choice of two evils uh, but i thought hillary was worth the worst of the two so what were you guys you know did you guys vote mark i know you did oh yeah uh i want i want to say preface it with this though the interesting part about my vote was not a vote for Donald Trump. It was a vote against Hillary Clinton. So even though what I did like about it, though, it was somebody who it was not going to be politics as usual. That was one. But really, that wasn't the reason. There's, a lot of, there's one thing that I think a lot of people avoid, which is that the Democratic Party cheated themselves out of the presidency because um, – they, because they had to cheat to get make sure Hillary was the candidate, they would have won if uh, what the heck was it? the communist name? Bernie, uh, Sanders. Bernie yeah. Sanders. Yeah, if Bernie Sanders. But the sad part is, if Bernie Sanders would have ran, I wouldn't have voted for him. But he would have won because all the college kids would have come out and voted for him because he was, you know, again, it's like communism. It it goes on nice words, right? Free college, yeah. free this, free that. But in the end, it's really not what it equates to. So I just want to. You know, they basically, the Democrats put Trump in power by put, forcing Hillary to be the candidate and cheating Bernie out of the uh, nomination. So it was kind of their own fault. They cheated so much, they hurt themselves. To be honest with you, I really, really did not think that he would, he, he was going to be elected. I mean, as much as I personally did not like either candidate, I really thought that she hatched, that she was going to win because I couldn't imagine how people... I mean, yeah, you had you had bad and worse. So, you know, I mean, it, it was just I just I was I was shocked when he won. Well, um, I want to preface it, uh, this by saying that uh, I'm a constitu- This is Matthew. I'm a constitutional conservatarian, and I'm only interested in. I'm an idealist. I'm only interested in independent critical thinking. I'm only interested in freedom and logic and all these, I don't believe in the idea that uh, the lesser of two evils concept, because if you're voting for the lesser of two evils, you're still voting for evil. Um, And, but don't you think that if if you don't vote, you're also, that's kind of an evil in and of itself. I agree (laughs) by not doing anything in a way you're kind of, I don't, I mean, you're dealing basically almost with one party. 
these are the worst people in society that seek public office. Um, Agreed. They're only they're only governed by self-interest and nothing else. So you might think that you're doing something good and you can say that you voted, but you're still voting for evil. These are really, really, really bad people. Yeah, but when you have when you have to no choice. I mean, there's that quote that evil triumphs when good men do nothing. Uh, so you know, I was also very curious, Omar. It's fun, you say I agree with you on that, but I also feel like I wanted to see. I'm not going to lie. There was the unknown factor on Donald Trump, which was interesting. It was it going to be? You know, I was so sick of the. Yeah, yes, I know he's a businessman. He's out for his own interest. Every politician's out for their own interest. All you got to do is look at the fact that all these congressmen that are supposedly making a salary of between sixty and eighty thousand dollars a year have net worths of thirty and forty and fifty million and higher. Uh, but there was the unknown with Donald Trump. It's like, could he do the right thing? Like I know Hillary Clinton could not do the right thing. Could this guy actually put a set aside his own personal agenda and possibly do the right thing? Possibly go go against the grain and against the standard that's been set by all these politicians. You know, that's what that was very interesting to me and we never know unless he was elected. But I don't think that he wasn't un- I, I don't agree with you. I respectfully disagree because I don't think he was a, a an unknown com- uh, commodity because he was basically a lifelong Democrat. The guy has allegiance to nothing. He is not a populist. He is not a nationalist. He's not an alt writer. Uh, he's not even a nihilist. He is only he's like every other politician. He's only governed by self interest. He changes. He changes his opinion. He'll say one thing on one network. Five minutes later, he'll say the exact opposite thing. There's no way that I, I mean, people uh, focused on one, the one issue voters focused on Supreme Court, Supreme Court, Supreme Court. So that's great that you got, that maybe you got a good Supreme Court justice. Um, Some of these guys that you think you're ceding to the Supreme Court turn out to be garbage in the end. Um, I don't believe in that either. Like people vote only on uh, abortion and then everything else the person does, as long as they're with them on abortion, everything else the person does doesn't matter. But for our listeners real quick, uh, I want to jump in uh, for, for uh, if you guys want to chime in callers, uh, the number is 424-675-6806. That's 424-675-6806. Go ahead, Nathan. You know, I, I, I would like to add one thing. Omar, you mentioned that, you know, and, and it's a very well-known fact that the community did come out and enlarge in, in, in and support Donald Trump. Um, and now with, with the currently what's happened with, with the detainees, these people who were supporting him, um, just, you know, all of a sudden that, you know, are saying, oh, well, you know, I can, or they've, they've lost his support. I, I honestly, I don't understand that because during his campaign, he was very clear and he's doing exactly what he said he was going to do. So why these people have turned their backs on him now, these people who are in full support of him and decide, you know, he told you he was going to do this. Now that it affects your community somehow, you know, you feel like, oh, okay, well, he's not my president anymore. So did they think that somehow that they were going to be, you know, that he's just 
not going to consider that there's Chaldean illegals here or whatever the situation is. You know, I, maybe they were under the impression, and I'm only speaking hypothetically and just uh, assuming, um, but maybe they were under the impression, okay, if we support him, he'll be nice to us kind of thing. I mean, it's it's not a... Yeah, but that's not... That's you're talking not about how, elitism. Yeah, yeah that's talking not how... Talking about elit- right. elitism. One quick thing I want to address that Matthew brought up is that, um, yeah, you're right. He flipped, like he's... He never hid the fact that he flip-flops on things because he wants things done. For example, in the debates, he say, oh, yeah, of course I was at Chelsea Clinton's wedding. I needed some political favors. I went to her wedding. I took care of it. I donated to this guy. I wanted political favors. He basically went on TV and exposed the corruption of the system and saying, I didn't do anything illegal. This is what everybody does. You want political favors. You donate to this party. You donate to this cause. You get what you want here. You get what you want there. You know, and... Unfortunately, it's kind of like the court system, right? I, I spoke to an attorney that owns a large firm, and he said, let me tell you something. He said, I don't care how bad my case is. If I know the judge, I win. He goes, if we, if we golf together, if our kids go to school together, if we go to dinner together, guess what? I win. No matter. He, he said, he'll, he'll pull the fake punches in court on the other side, but I'll win. But um, you're talking about the uh, old boys network. Mm-hmm. You're, talking, you're talking about corruption and basically you, you have a uh, really horrible equation so in this instance trump was on the other side of the equation you have the bribee and the briber and in this case it's technically legal so um he was the bri- he has been the briber i mean he's donated not just to hillary clinton to nancy pelosi um i mean he's donated to I think he even donated to Chuck Schumer, like all these people that um, once supported him because they wanted his money. Now they hate him. The whole system's corrupt, period. Oh, absolutely. The, the, the old saying, the swamp needs to be drained, is the best thing ever because, you look, for example, like you're saying, Pelosi. If, oh, my gosh. If there's ever the hypocrite of hypocrites, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and Maxine Waters and – and you can't even, talk about women that way. No, you know what I mean. I don't, I don't care whether they're women, whether they're guys. Yeah, whether they're, lib taught you? Yeah, yeah. Whether they're Republican, whether they're Democrat, on both sides of the aisle, there's corruption deluxe. There's a, always a reason. They never vote with their They never vote with their conscience of what's right and wrong. It's all about who paid them. It's kind of like television, right? If you watch one station, it's liberal. One station is super conservative. But there's a reason for that. I don't even think the broadcaster or the host actually believes what they're saying but when somebody comes up to you and says you know what here's six million dollars yeah. get on tv and act like you hate this guy yeah. and then the host says okay six million yeah i'll do it no problem it just becomes everything is so darn corrupt from a to z from the media to, i mean it really it's time for everything to be cleaned out and them to go back to the old days where people were elected they had to have a business in their hometown they went as a part-time job to do a few things in Washington, D.C., and go back to their gig back home. You know, it's funny you brought up uh, the media. Um, <clears throat> Mark and I always talk about this, and isn't it just ironic, just and it's funny how, you know, back in the 80s when we were growing up, you could you could depend on the media somewhat, you know, because it wasn't as biased and, and you know, tainted as it is now. It's, now it's purely biased and subjective, you know, and you have to really, really research uh, when you hear a news story, to to actually get the facts instead of just listening to plain old mainstream media. Mainstream media is garbage. Why? You're not a fan of the Communist News Network? <laughs> <laughs> I love the way everything's staged, too. Like, they stage 
they, people are paid protesters now. There's ads out there for $25 an hour to protest. We, uh, we'll protest whatever you got. We got Sam on line one. Sam. Hello. Yes, hi, Omar. How are you? Good. How are Look, you, brother? I, I got a, good. I got a quick comment, and, and then I'll, I'll be quiet and let you guys speak. But don't you – know, everybody's bashing the supporters, the Chaldean supporters of Trump. And whether you voted for the lesser of two evils, I get it. But don't forget – uh, we have short-term memories when, she, when not too long ago we had Biden here in Shenandoah, Chaldean community, brought him over, served him up all this money, gave him all these donations, and the whole premise behind that was that he was going to help our people back home. We may not agree with their policy, but they're going to help our people back home. And guess what happened there? We got hosed. But yet the liberals or the other, on the other side have forgotten about that. So we have uh, sold our, our people up the river, up the creek, as the, as the saying goes. But again, don't forget, they're politicians. This is what they do. They will use and abuse, which I think, I think it was Matthew saying he was a, a conservative a constitutionalist. Uh, I think the better word is libertarian. I, that's the party we need. We need a libertarian party, small government. And to, to do what they say they're going to do, that doesn't happen. That's just the nature of the beast, unfortunately. But again, I just want to refresh everyone's memory of not too long ago when we had Biden here at Shenandoah. Yeah, he's going to help our people. What did he do? Absolutely nothing. Except take your money, pat you on your tush, and say thank you and left. That's all I got. Come to on, say. Sam. There, our nice. people got pictures with him, man. What's wrong with you? They got cameos. Oh, yeah, with him. that was worth, that was worth <laughs> 10, 10, 15 grand donation. No problem. Right. He's going to help your people back home. Please. Come on, you didn't like the fact we'll that they funded now. ISIS? What's wrong with you, dude? Come on. <laughs> well, that's Sam, a whole different story. Yeah, that's a whole different story. They're were, they were running guns for, for a while. We know this. But again, the media will scare you into watching. That's why I don't want you to garbage anymore. Both sides are the same. Whether you, you know, liber, libertarian uh, or, I mean, sorry, uh, uh, conservative, Democrat, uh, Republican, it's the same. Hara. That's the I'll give you the exact same thing. You you know who's the best example of of, if this doesn't describe exactly where the media is at is Brian Williams. Brian Williams comes out completely admits that he lied about being in you know whatever all the being shot down in a helicopter during the war and blah 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 all this stuff is newscaster completely lies. You know, in fact, that was that meme that said, you know, when my head got cut off by ISIS, I didn't eat for three days. Brian Williams. <laughs> right. So, well, it's like it's like to the board point of comedic, and they rehire the guy. He's still on TV. He, he's he looks good. He's a good talker, and he hates. Yeah, Trump. but here's the here's that's the thing. You can't let the facts get in the way of a good story, and that's the media. True. Yeah. True. What's and then the other saying is yeah. what? Don't ever let a cri- a good crisis go to waste, right? When right. Again, something happens, what, what, it's their time to jump on it and take advantage, take advantage of passing all these laws that are a bunch of garbage. Right. But, so my um, point is don't don't be a, a useful idiot, whether what whatever side you're on, you know, and they go, you know, divide by party line. I'm on this side. I'm on, you know what? Look at the issue itself and then make the decision. But to say, oh, you, you know, I don't agree with your side. I haven't even had a chance to listen to your side yet. I disagree with you because you have an R behind your name or a D behind your name. Now, that's just moronic. That's just idiotic to, to take that stance. And I think people just have to have an open mind, give the other person a chance, understand where they're coming from. We all read this book in college 
or in high school, the seven habits of highly effective people. Habit number five, seek to understand. Understand other parties before you go and shove it down their throat, your, your opinion down their throat. So, again, that's all I'll say. You guys have a good night. I'll talk to you later. Um, thanks for calling, man. Good night. Um, Peace out. I, I, wanted to, uh, I wanted to circle back to a couple of things that Mark said. Um, you had mentioned draining the swamp, which yeah. was a you know big catchphrase during the campaign. Um, one of the first things that Donald Trump did is that he made Reince Priebus, the former head of the RNC, the chief of staff. So you're going to get rid of all the corrupt politicians out there, and you put the guy, the leader of the establishment. That's, that's one of the first things that he did was put in Reince Priebus, who's been at the helm. But the he helped time. him get elected, so it made sense. I mean, he helped him. You're gonna, he's going to repay the guys who helped him get elected. I know, but how are you going to have this uh, populist, nationalist um, revolution when you got the main guy from the establishment running the show. Oh, listen, if you think I'm saying that Trump is the answer to anything, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that I do like the fact that he still mostly goes against the grain uh, with a lot of people, and he just, I don't know, I just, I'm just kind of glad. control the media. That's what he, he's oh, like. Oh, I a, love that he trolls the, the media. That's oh, the so best thing I, ever. Yeah. I know, but, it, what, what, but what's the efficacy of uh, trolling the media, like what is the benefit to the people? Well, there's a lot of people that never under ne- never considered that the media is so slanted on everything, and he's kind of bringing it to light, and they're kind of going, "Wait a minute, yeah, he is kind of right. This is BS," you know. Rush Limbaugh was doing that since 1988, and I stopped listening to him once he started supporting yeah, but, Trump. But Rush is a little. Bit, I think Rush is way more right wing than. I mean, Rush is like to the to the far extreme, where even when he knows something's wrong, he'll say it's right. He's one of those dudes where even if something, as long as it's on his political party agenda or whatever, he's, he's going to, whether he even agrees with it or not, he's going to go with it. Because that's his, listen, again, as a guy pandering to his audience, his audience is right hand, you know, he's going to pander that audience. All these guys are slanted and they can't go the other way because they make a lot of money off them. Yeah, but there, there are true believers out there. There are the Ben Shapiros. I believe you could criticize Glenn Beck. Uh, Joe Rogan loves to criticize Glenn Beck because he became a Mormon when he was, uh, you know, in his 40s or whatever. He can converted to Mormonism, but um, so what? St. Paul was a Joe murderer. Joe Rogan is a liberal, right? Joe Rogan is all. He's nothing. He's like all over the map when he has liberals on his podcast. Yeah, he just he, yeah, but to again, St. Paul was St. Paul was a murderer and he converted. So who knows who who knows who's a true conversion, who's not? But Glenn Beck overall, with his actions of of housing. Immigrants, Christians from Iraq that were being tortured, getting them homes, helping them, taking up money for them. I mean, actions speak louder than words. Even though I think he's a little bit off, I will say that his actions have spoken louder than words. He doesn't like Trump. He makes it very clear he hates Trump. But I don't think they still he judge him, him on, on individuals. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I I, I disagree. I I don't know that he hates him. Mm-hmm. I don't know that he hates him. I think that he's that his assessment of Trump is fair and honest. I don't think that um, to, to say that he hates them. I don't. I don't think that that's a fair statement. Post election, they post election, they always said that they were going to judge him on every single thing that he does. They obviously didn't vote for him, but they're going to, you know, not automatically say, oh, because Trump did it. Like, of course, they like the Supreme Court choice. 
So they gave him credit for that. They're going to judge him on a case-by-case basis moving forward. But another thing I wanted to touch on that you said that I agree with, um, you um, you had mentioned Brian Williams. This is something that's been going on for a long time. There was a guy, I don't remember his name, at the New York Times who made up articles out of whole cloth. There's another movie uh, um, with Hayden Christensen called Shattered Glass, which is about the the New Republic. It's a well-known liberal publication for many years where the guy made up, I mean, he made up like articles about conservatives and they were completely fictional. It's been going on. This kind of thing has been going kind of on like he may time. or may not have paid his taxes, right? Yeah, yeah. That was. The, 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 I mean, these things. It's amazing what goes on. You know, one thing. Whether you like or hate Trump, you gotta pat him on the back for. When he was sitting at that dinner with Obama, and, he, and Obama put, put his nose up in the typical arrogant style, said, "Ultimately, I am the president of the United States." Like to say to Trump, "You're nothing." From that point forward, he said, "I may run on the Republican side." The Republicans laughed. Everyone laughed and said, we sure hope you do run. And then they said, you will never be the Republican candidate. And sure enough, and he sure became enough, the Republican. Yeah. And the Democrats said, thank goodness he's running for president because we're going to blow him out the water. And he won. Everybody Which laughed. Which is exactly what I thought. Yeah. I thought the same exact thing. Because we would go, Matthew, you and I would go back and forth. And I'd say to you, there's no way he's going to win. Yeah, but what he's talking about is competition. And so you're like saying, you, you, you know, nobody thought you could do it. So he was able to do it. I don't care about any of no, that. No, I'm just saying, like, as, as forget about the political part. You got to give him credit that the, <clears throat> the guy withstood anything everybody else would have uh, would have said. Okay, I, I'm out of here. With all the pressure that he got, with the part about the stuff that he said about ladies in the locker room, all that everybody would have said, I bow out. You know, he said he's like, nope, let's move forward, and he got it done. I mean, you can't. There's no denying. There's something pretty. He is the anointed one. No, I don't think he's not I the. Think I think so. He's not the anointed from one. From the beginning of time of this guy's life, he's been talking about being president. From Oprah, from all these interviews, time after time. People, Even on The Simpsons, people, they had him as president ten years. People ago. valuing his <laughs> opinion. They they listened to him, and as soon as he becomes the nominee, they loved him. The CNN loved him. They loved he'd call in every other day. And as soon as he became the actual nominee, they hated him. Well, they and also, that's where it went downhill. He's and also, there was a lot of corruption. There was a lot of bad stuff going on in the DNC. There was a lot of emails out that proved that. They were paying. They were even paying Republicans to go against Trump. This just came out. You know, also what they did... What also created Trump is the way the way they treated Mitt Romney like a criminal. Oh yeah, they couldn't find anything oh, yeah. on the guy other than he was a Mormon. Nothing. He didn't cheat on his wife. He didn't do anything bad against women. He, there was nothing. As a matter of fact, there were so many people that came out the woodwork, like that came out and said, "Hey, you know what? When I was this guy, did a lot of great stuff for my family behind the scenes. He gave money to my family. We, my dad died, and this." All these people that came out that had nothing to do with them said good things, and yet you have people like Candy Crowley, who's the moderator of a debate, and and everyone laughing at him when he talked about Russia, and they go, oh, and then you know Obama going, oh, the '80s want their uh, you know their foreign policy back, ha, 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 and everything else. And you know what? I think when they stuck it to him in the public forum, and I still believe there was so much fraud in that election, he really oh. won. There was districts of three, four hundred thousand. He didn't have one vote. Not possible. It's not mathematically possible. There's always somebody against sure. the grain. 
Trump was born out of that. People were so mad about that. They knew there was so much underhanded stuff and the criminalization of a guy who did nothing wrong that they said, we don't give a damn. We're going, every one of us is coming out to vote for this other guy. I, if I could just interject. I, I think that Trump was the creation of Obama. Obama moved the country so far to the left. It, it's, it's indescribable. And basically, you had two parties. You had one party, like, radical, nutcase, I mean, really sick people on the left. And then you had cowards on the right. So here's a guy who comes out with, he basically is an opportunist, is all he is. He just found, like, here's this milk toast party, and he's going to fill this void. He can say, you know, all, all the Americans are um, yearning for... You know, they're seeing women walking around in hijabs everywhere. Um, they're, you know, they're yearning to rein this kind of stuff in. And here comes this guy who has zero filter. Well, you know, from a marketing standpoint, they were genius how they marketed Barack Obama to the public. If you notice, nobody knew who he was. They brought him, waited till the last minute launched him on the American people as the perfect person, and nobody had time to think about it because nobody knew anything about him. They hid his past. They hid his passport. They hid, they hid everything about the guy, brought him on Oprah as the next coming of, and they got it over on the American people. That was the greatest fraud on the American people, but from a marketing standpoint, it was genius the way they – if they would have brought him out three, four years earlier, five, six years, or kind of, and people would have had time to vet him out, it's kind of like a new player in sports, right? Some, some goalie comes in for the team, and people don't know the goalie's tendencies, right? So he, he, he shuts everybody out. The next season, they go, okay, if you shoot up top corner, he's weak. If you shoot left side, he's weak. But they didn't have time to figure out that. And then the second, when he got reelected, there was fraud. I'd just say it's flat-out fraud. What they did to Romney was criminal. But it was, it was pretty strategic the way they got him in office. But um, people... I mean, I've had a unique experience in that I've had um, different outside sales rep jobs. So I've seen a lot of Michigan. I've seen a lot of Indiana. I've seen a lot of Florida. And I don't think people realize once you get outside a major metropolitan area, this country is still incredibly white. So I think that, like, you can say, you know, like, I mean, all black people voted for Obama. The reason why Obama got elected is because it was a way for you to say, Hey, look at me. I'm not a racist. Yeah. It was a way to feel validated. Well, I can when, vote for the first black president. And the media exemplify that, right? They said, if you do vote for somebody else, you are – like they actually – they dug in on that to make the guilt really sink in if you weren't voting for them. You know what I mean? So you're right, 100% no, right. No question. But it, it's, been, it's been such – if you look at – the degradation of the presidency from Ronald Reagan forward, it's like almost an embarrassment. At least Jimmy Carter did not – Jimmy Carter was not a smart man. I thought man. Reagan was okay. No, Reagan, Reagan was, was great. Fantastic. No, Reagan was great. Yeah, my he was. exception of his amnesty. My thing was after Reagan. Oh, yeah. Everyone after Reagan – That's when it went to the shitter. Yeah, just one got worse than the other. And one got worse than the other. And look, look what's happening now, right? Bill Clinton. All the garbage he did, the Teflon down when he was in office, everybody ignored, and his ratings went up and up. And now that people are actually realizing the legacy that he left and He's him going, yeah, and him going to like Pedophile Island with exactly, Jeffrey Epstein exactly. twenty six times and everything. Exactly. Now people are like, oh well, you know, he's a rapist, he's this, he's that, and everything else. And 
you know, but what, why can't people realize when things are happening what's going on? I'm still of the belief Justice Roberts should have been uh, <laughs> he should have been uh, convicted for for allowing the health care bill to pass as a tax. How is this a tax on the American people? And 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 the hypocrisy of you know people that are for, pro uh, pro life to say my my body my my choice, but with health care people can't choose. You have to have a health care plan. There's you know like. All these weird things, hypocrisies that have gone on in the meantime. There's absolutely nothing new under the sun. You can look up a YouTube video of Ronald Reagan. I think it was in the 60s of him. uh, I think it was during um, Barry Goldwater's campaign of him rallying against socialized medicine. It's a a really good video if anybody gets a chance to look Mm -hmm. that up, his speech against socialized medicine, which is where, I mean, the path that we currently find ourselves on. We got something in the line here. We got uh, Joe on the line. Joe. Hey, how you guys doing? Pretty good. How are you? Not bad. Thanks for having me on the show. Thank you for calling in. What is? Uh, what are your thoughts on this whole thing? So I'm I'm a bit of a conservative, uh, at least for this round of presidency. Essentially. Uh, you got Matt there. I got a lot of Jewish friends, right? So Obama never, he, he never invited, uh, he didn't even want the Jewish community at the White House. He, he didn't even invite the president one time. How is he a Nazi, Trump? I thought Obama would be considered the Nazi. Don't you think? Would make sense, essentially. Um, I mean, anybody who understands the idea of logic can recognize that Obama was clearly the worst. Him and Jimmy Carter are the worst president in terms of their presidents, in terms of their support or lack thereof for for Israel. Um, I mean, you're going to call. I mean, I'm not a Trump supporter. I did not vote, period. Um, But uh, you're going to say that Trump, whose daughter converted to Judaism, is a Nazi. People call me a Nazi. It's 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 r- r- ridiculous. It's just guy, basically saying, "Hey, I have no argument. You're a Nazi." I mean, he, he owns businesses across the world with with various cultures and people that technically, basically, are part of his entrepreneurship and 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 collect and run his money, his fortune, the name of the family, not only not only the company but the family. He's he's by far from being a Nazi. The guy. For example, I mean, Obama did so much for our community, right? Like whoever mentioned earlier Biden coming to Shenandoah, blah, blah, blah. Well, just for everybody's news, we have our first person that was rounded up in the deportation process getting released tomorrow. Thankful for the community, Martin Mana, Chaldean Chamber Federation, along with all attorneys and people and et cetera, doing their part. And, uh, and, and maybe not everybody gets released, but at least they're, they're pardoning this person in some way where, where, where we actually have some type of action going on for somebody that actually deserves a chance. Maybe not all those people deserve a chance. I'm not saying they don't. However, kind of makes sense that the, the, the system's working right now, right? Yeah, and, it's, it's, and Joe, I'm glad you brought all this up because uh, I wanted to touch on that next. Um, we, have, we definitely have a, a great team of uh, attorneys and stuff, you know, working on this case. 
and also Martin, of course, and the and the foundation uh, have been have been have been doing a great job, you know, in spearheading the whole thing and and you know, and keeping everybody up to date and whatnot. Uh, a lot of other great attorneys as well who are involved and and who have uh, taken up you know different cases and who are doing who are donating their time, um, you know, to to help these people. So you know, thank you to those people. And then you have, you know, others who are, are kind of doing it for their own self-interest and, you know, walking around uh, looking Come on, Omar. They, you mean those guys that show, like, a, them holding a coney dog in their hand with a Rolex on and go, this coney dog's awesome, or guys showing themselves in private planes and stuff? Come on. And they're, they're complaining. <laughs> they're huffing and puffing. <laughs> oh, no. I like They're that huffing one. and puffing and bitching about, Don't well, we're not – yeah, well, but but see, they're huffing and puffing and bitching about we're not getting enough credit, and I'm thinking to myself, hold on here a second. So you got involved in this stuff because you want credit? Wait a minute, Omar. You mean those people that go to Washington and say we're fighting for our people, and they all pose for a photo at yeah. the White House and stuff and all that? Exactly. Yeah, so, those are right. it's all in our corner. All for us. doesn't exist. That's <laughs> Thank you. To coin a phrase, to coin a phrase, there's no there's no I in team, but there is an M and E. <laughs> So, yeah, there is an M and E. Yeah. His, listen, I, I really think with the refugees, the I think it's just impossible to, to paint a broad stroke on anything because it's just you mean the detainees. Yeah, detainees. Yeah. I'm sorry, detainees. It's just we know it's, what you it, Yeah, it's a case by case basis. But don't forget too, you can't be hypocritical and go get rid of all the illegal Mexicans and Hispanics exactly. here, and then they go, oh, by the way, you guys are illegal too. Oh no, it's Nashadalah. You can't take us. I think it's a case by case basis. You don't like. There's a lot of people that are innocent, or they have done like a, a minor thing in the past, or whatever. They paid their dues. They're a, you know a good working part of society. And there's people that have done you know heinous things that I don't know if any country would take them. You know, but here's the bottom I just line think it's a on case that by topic, case you thing. You can't paint a broad stroke on it. It doesn't really matter I mean, from our community or not from our community. Our community is America. It's from the Pacific to the Atlantic, from Canada to the Gulf. If you're a good person, if you're from Chaldea or from the Chaldean community, or if you're from Mexico, or if you're from India, if, if you're not a good portion of our society, we really don't want you here. No offense. I yeah, agree. Amen. Yeah, if you're a good person, if you're a felon, then obviously no matter where you go, you're not welcome. If you're a good human being, you're welcome everywhere. Not complicated, you know. Yeah, but yeah. here's here's the thing I heard about uh, about the detainees. Um, the vast the the majority of them did their did their. Hey, dues. hey Joe, thank you for calling. Yeah, Joe. thanks for calling, thanks for man. Calling. Thank you guys. Thank you for having me, guys. Thanks. No problem. Keep, keep up the good the good stuff you guys do here. We really appreciate it. Just make sure you give us credit, please. <laughs> Omar's about to post his uh, picture of him uh, in, a, in a fur chair. I don't need credit. I'm just here to make chai and serve them their mensa. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, here we go. We're going to be getting We're going to have now. women's lib on our ass now. No, Omar, he made a good point, but I, I just think everything's case by case basis. You just, you know, the problem, it seems like in America now with everything, everything's painted with a broad stroke. A hundred white people do a Klan march wherever, and they go, oh, white people are racist. Or 50, there's I mean, Black Lives Matter people blocking the street. Oh, you know, dude, it's not like that. But the media wants to make you think that way. Remember when the one – it's amazing how the media can skew everything. Here's a perfect example. When George Bush was president, remember the lady that was sitting outside of his ranch in Texas? One lady because her son got killed in the military. Anyway, 
So one lady camped out in front of his house in Texas. The media storms in every media company with cameras in their face and making it like there's 10,000 people out there. It was one person. Yet every year in Washington, there's a March for Life with a million people there. Every church sends buses of people, and the media has no cameras there because they don't want you to see it. So it's, it's the dramatization of what they want you to see. And, and now their thing is there's an agenda of put people, pit people against each other. You know, when there's 100 white people that claim they're Nazis, that's all white people. You know, it's like they just want to put everybody together in one category and perpetrate hate. But, but, the, but the term Nazis being used so loosely, do people even really understand what, what a Nazi is? You know, you know they're call, they're, like you said, it's a small group of people maybe a hundred people, they don't have any government support. They don't have any, you know, there's not government backing, government support. These people have no, have really, they can come out and, and, you know, say whatever they want to say. But at at the end of the day, nobody's really supporting them. They can't do squat. And you want to hear the hypocrisy of that? Isn't it amazing that when people walk down the street and say things like we hate these people, it's way incites way more hate than and attention than when they're cutting people's heads off in Iraq that are Christians. Yeah. And so they're, when they're doing something, it's like, oh, no big deal. But if you say something, it's like, oh, my God, this hate speech. But, oh, they're cutting people's heads off? Nah, whatever, dude. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like communism and, and Nazism. Are, they're the same thing. Okay? They're the oh, same absolutely. thing. The only difference is communists say nice things like, we all work for the machine. This is for everybody. This is, it's kind of like the healthcare. It's good for everybody. You'll save people from dying. This is the way it works. Yet 70 million people were killed by Mao Zedong. And all, you know, it's like the, the Lenin, Stalin, all these guys killed Fidel Castro. Exactly. All these guys killed exactly. so many people. But because they say nice things of we work for everybody. You know, you know what's funny is a lot of these liberal groups uh, that I've seen on Facebook, the way they post, and even with our own Chaldean community, they take up causes that absolutely have nothing whatsoever to do with them. I've seen Chaldeans walk around going, I'm going to buy me a Black Lives Matter shirt. And it's like, hold on a second. What about Chaldean all lives, lives matter. matter or all lives matter? What about the Chaldeans who were killed in their store where 95%, if not more, were killed by blacks? And I'm not saying this because I'm a racist, so I don't want anybody trying yeah, to turn this against Yeah, you are, Omar. <laughs> okay, I, admit it. I got another you're one for you, Omar. Since you're racist. a musician, you'll yep. appreciate this. Yep. How many musicians walk around with a Che Guevara shirt on? <laughs> I'm like, are you idiots this dumb? Che Guevara, used to, che Guevara used to round up musicians because he hated music and, and hunt them like animals. He used to hate music. He used to hate the Western, <laughs> Western lifestyle, everything. Yet you see Rage Against the Machine and all these guys walking around with their Che Guevara like I'm a rebel. It's like, dude, no, you're stupid. You're not a rebel. On top, you know, on top of the hypocrisy of a guy like Tom Morello who went to Harvard, boy, he was really held down, you know. I mean, Here, poor, here's the best poor guy one. went to Harvard and works for Sony. Here, here's <laughs> the best one. We got, we got a group of Chaldeans that, that thought they were creative because they came up with a name for Chaldeans like us, the, the conservatives. Uh, they're calling us Halutoma, which is a translation Uncle of Tom. Uncle Tom. Right. Well, I'll tell you what, I'd rather be Uncle Time ain't got nothing on Benedict Arnold. Yeah. So, so you guys want to sit here, you think you're slick and talk and want to talk about Uncle Tom. I'm labeling you Benedict Arnold. I want to hear the libertarian view. Matthew, come on, man. 
Well, um, I, I, I want to circle back to uh, – I, I, I do like I, – I got to say, I'm not trying to contradict you on anything that you say, but I do like broad strokes. And uh, before I came, I did a little prep, and I, I looked up uh, George Bernard Shaw, who is uh, – um, to give people an insight on left-wing thought, he's a – you know, he's big deal in uh, left-wing circles. He was a uh, uh, Irish playwright of English – Extraction. I think it relates to um, what what we're talking about here with people coming to this country. He said that the reasonable man adapts himself to the world. The unreasonable one persists in trying to adapt the world to himself. Therefore, all progress depends on the unreasonable man. So this is the polar opposite of when in Rome, do as the Romans do. So we're going to come here and we expect you to adapt to us. And the perfect example of that would be you can you don't even have to talk about, you know, the hot topics. All you have to do is go down to Miami-Dade County and see if you can find a place where you can speak English. Um and another thing in terms of uh um you know, this guy committed a crime 20 years ago and now they want to deport him. Um well, I'm sorry that the, the government didn't do their job 20 years ago and that they're just getting, it to, just getting to it now. Is but that if fair? You're, of course it is. Okay. Of course it is. If you're a felon, you're a felon. You can't just come here. And that, that's the problem is that this is a land of immigrants, so we can just come here and it's a free-for-all. We can do whatever we want. There's no consequences. It's, it's a bunch of nonsense. If, if you committed a crime, I'm sorry. Well, I think, too, people tend to – there seems to be this theory now that everybody can live in this, like, big, ethereal, uh, like, unbelievable, beautiful, perfect world that does not exist and has never existed, you know? I mean, this whole unicorn fart world that they're trying to make is not going to work. It's like, you know it's what? It's the we are the world concept, yeah, I call like, it. Yeah, it's like, you know what? I'm sorry. You know? It's like – People don't have to necessarily be close with each other, but just respect each other. It's a, exactly. simple, it's a simple formula. Show respect for each other. I tell people, you know what, whether you shut me out because of my views or whatever you ask, I don't care. If I see you hurt on the street, I'm going to help you. I don't care whether you're Republican, Democrat, yellow, wet, green, Martian. It doesn't make a damn difference to me. But the division they're creating, Facebook is like a Tower of Babel. <laughs> it's like one big mess. Of people just attacking each other. Oh, yeah. like, and and are they going to make Zuckerberg a difference? Is, is, is profiting off of oh, it. Oh, he's loving it. But think about it. What kills me is these guys attack each other online. At the end of the day, I'm not going to change your view. You're not going to change mine. So can we please quit wasting our time? Thank you. <laughs> there was a guy in our community that was trolling, and he's trolling. Omar was really getting into it with him, and I was too. But I mean, a guy who brought out the worst of the worst in you. I'm not going to say the name, but I'll say that all I'll say is it was like insane trolling on our on our people. And he is telling it and telling us we're a disgrace to the community and we're this and blah, blah, and like taking personal shots at everybody. The women, he's like getting on there saying, go home and make Domo for your husband and all this stuff. And this is a grown man in his 50s. This is a grown man. We just blocked him completely. But you look at this stuff and go, is this moron seriously think we're going to become uh, liberal or become Democrat by saying these kind of things to everybody? That, that's what I mean, man. It's like, it's like <clears throat> they take on causes that have absolutely nothing to do with them. You know, like this whole uh, LGBT thing. 
What the hell does a straight heterosexual care to go and try to defend them? Nothing. What is it concern? In what way does it concern them? It doesn't. But for whatever reason, they want to take up the cause, you know, and, oh, they have their rights. They're only 1% of the damn country. But what, when did they not have their rights? I was just going to say exactly. that. That's, that's my question. This is, that's, you know, whenever, the, you know, there, there's all these causes now for this, that, or the other thing for each, you know, each particular group. Come on, Why you know, like, people not have hold their on, rights? hold on, I gotta on, stop I'm you. I'm a woman. I got to stop you here. Come on, you didn't appreciate Michael Moore in the vagina outfit? Oh. Seriously. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I, you know, I didn't actually see him in that, but I probably would have been repulsed. Be yeah, world's largest like, yeast infection. Wait a minute. It'd probably be an upgrade for that guy. I know. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but you know. No, but I mean, you, you know, you, you hear this all the Like, what rights were, are you, don't you have that are different than, than anybody else's in this country? We all have the same rights. Or like, for example, like I'm 49 years old and... I don't know. Maybe I'm in a sheltered world. In front of me, to this day, I have not seen anybody attacked for their sexual preferences. I have not seen anybody attacked for any. I mean, it's just me. Maybe maybe I live in a bubble. I don't know. But I, I worked on Linwood and Davidson for 32 years in, the, in you know, in uh, Detroit. Detroit. I've worked in the suburbs. I went to uh, all boys Catholic school, Catholic. Son- I mean, I've seen every side of the coin. I lived down in L.A. at Musicians. I went to Musicians Institute in Hollywood, which is like a blend of everything. Fifty percent of the kids from outside the United States. I've never yet seen like one incident of hey, you effing queer yeah. or whatever. Somebody go beat them up. I'm like, nobody cares, dude. Like, you don't have to make a point to me. Be like, we really don't care. It's like. If you're nice to me, I'm nice to you. It's not that complicated. Yeah, this whole you know, this whole idea of white privilege, I don't I don't get it. That somehow white people are more privileged than than you or I or they're more privileged. That's a media yeah. thing. Another media thing. I've known a lot of really good white people who don't you know, who don't act or, or, or look at them, look at us or anybody else as any any different. That's but, why I don't understand why all of these groups you know, you're fighting for these people, for these people to have equal rights. What rights did you not have? I was just going to say, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to say what, um, what, what I think the, what, what I think the real problem is, is the lack of resistance on the right. And people make the, you know, the phrase right wing into a bad term, which I don't think that it, it is. I'm very proud to be a, a right wing guy. But you, what you have is the normalization Racist. of. What you have is the normalization of aberrant behavior. You're talking about the uh, LGBT. I'm sure I'm going to butcher There's it. There's LGBTQ and I. What's the I? I forgot what the I is. Like. <laughs> no. we, got the, we got Jimmy on the line. Jimmy. There's question mark, too. There's question mark. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. How are you? Good, good. I uh, just seeing you guys are talking about uh, Donald Trump over there, and I just wanted to make a few comments uh, about that. Okay. That, uh... What are your thoughts? Oh, we lose him? Oh, we lost him. Oh, okay. Call back in, man. We want to hear what you got to say. So um, Everybody wants to hear what you The funny thing is, like, all this, uh, one thing I wanted to point out uh, in retrospect, uh, a couple minutes uh Go when we're talking about using words and whatnot. Mark and I have talked about this all the time as well. Um, uh, Helen, you—I mean, you probably remember this from growing up because we grew up obviously around the same time, you know, mm-hmm. era and stuff. And I'm sure Matthew, you 
we'll remember a lot of it too. Um, He's just a spring chicken. <laughs> so, the biggest one of the biggest ironies that I have observed uh, in in recent years is that, you know, back in the seventies and eighties, there was a lot more censorship. Okay, but there was a lot less political correctness. Now there's a lot less censorship, but there's a lot more political correctness. How do you like that for a switch? I totally agree because you have the television who are like, you know, like you have everyone wants to act like they're holier than thou and politically correct and all that. But then you have the internet, which is the wild west, which is like the the extremes of everything. Extremely, there's extreme religious. Extremely religious. There's extreme hatred. There's extreme everything. There's everything that's to the, is on maximum volume, but yet everybody's offended by everything. <laughs> well, here we, we were talking about this earlier. You know how I was joking oh, around calling you Jimmy's Archie back, Bunker. Real quick. What was the name of the show? Archie All Bunker. Family. All in the All family. family. All in the right. family. Do you think a show like All in the Family would would even exist today? Hell no. How about the Jeffersons, where they used to, George Jefferson used to call his his, his grandson a zebra? <laughs> I mean, come on, because because a white, uh, yeah. you know, white so, and black marriage. I, and I have another example too. We got we got Jimmy back on the line. Jimmy. Hello. You're hey, back. what's up, man? Hey, what's up, guys? Got disconnected. So there. back to your thoughts on Trump. Thoughts on Trump are, you know, I don't understand what, you know, what's going on with him, with everybody, not just in our community, with the, you know, across the whole country. It seems like, you know, this country is divided, but, uh, you know, about this. But, I mean, what has he done? Has he, who, what has he done wrong? What, I mean, has anybody ever tried to contradict his agenda? I mean, look what his agenda is. I mean, you can go up and down his list of his agenda. Nobody's ever, you know, uh, challenged him on that. They're just challenging him on so what he's done what, to Russia. What is his agenda? Does he what's have What's his agenda? His agenda is to clean up, clean up Islamic terrorism, which is a worldwide threat. He wants to put a border wall. He wants to add security, boost up the economy, get jobs, especially for inner city people. Uh, I mean, uh, get people off welfare, get people working, get factories going, made in America. I don't see any of those things as being bad. Do you guys? So basically, you're saying he hasn't been given enough time to prove himself. And, and you know what? To add to your point, Jimmy, just to say, just to add to your point that you're 100% correct, he did say, I'm going to put God back into America. He says, God bless America. He says, we're going to strengthen Merry the military. Christmas. He's doing that. He's Merry Christmas. He's doing, you know, there, he, everything he mentioned. Who's challenging him? Is anybody challenging him? Yeah, nobody's challenging him on his agenda. That's his, this is his agenda. What's wrong with his agenda? I mean, people need to give and him you know a chance what? to, you know, to get to, I think to follow through with what his plans are. on a daily basis. But there are some things that he promised that he did do. Oh, how about the Little Sisters of Mercy getting fined every day under, Obama, under the Obama administration, Eric Holder, because they didn't put contraception in their health care plan? He just repealed that. How come nobody ever talked about yeah. that? Who in the hell finds nobody the Little Sisters of Mercy? It. You know? He is is the anointed one. He's been groomed since day one. (laughs) (laughs) But but seriously, who finds the Little Sisters of Mercy? I mean, that's like heinous. The people that do things, their whole life is dedicated to helping others, and they find them because they wouldn't put contraception in their their health. What what has he done to uh, eliminate the individual mandate? Of Oh, the health care? Oh, he can't. What, why? Because the Republicans are all John McCain. They're, yeah, thank you, John McCain, the Democrat in disguise. The worst guy. 
and the Republicans because they're all bought and sold too. They're they're like flip flopping on the agenda because they're paid. I understand, but at some point when people keep saying we're going to do this, whether it's Trump, the I mean Trump is a Republican now, so whoever it is, whether it's Trump, the Republicans, they keep promising and pro- how many times how many times do you have to f- be fooled before you stop saying I'm going to vote for the lesser of two evils. He keeps reintroducing the bill, but the problem is because all these guys have been their, – their palm has been greased so much they can't vote against it. They're getting closer and closer, and they have to keep editing it and everything else. <clears throat> but don't forget, he's only six months in the office, six, seven months. Dude, you know, think about something. Less than 10 years ago, the Dixie Chicks were overseas and said, we're embarrassed to be from the same state as George Bush, and they were blackballed from the music industry. Now you can threaten to assassinate the president, hold his bloody head up in effigy, and nobody says a word. Somebody explain that to me. This is how – It's the media. Years, the media. The yeah, media is totally okay. leading left. They've been leaning left, and it's horrible. I was at the it's Grammy horrible. Awards. I was at the Grammy Awards. In the middle of the Grammy Awards, Margaret Cho is the host, and she goes, fuck Donald Trump. Right in the middle of the Grammys. Wow. I'm like, how is this – Imagine if they said that about Obama in the middle of the Grammy Awards, what would happen? They'd have freaking mutiny on the bounty. Yeah, but the, here's, the, here's the whole problem. You've got to stop putting your faith in people and put your faith in principles. The guy has no principles. It's been proven time and time and time again because he changes every day on every issue. And you saw what happened when a guy with principles ran. Mitt Romney, they nailed Wait a minute, wait, time out, time yeah. out, time out. Mitt Romney brought uh, socialized medicine to the state of Massachusetts. He did. I'm not, How do you overlook I'm not, that? Listen, How do you overlook that? Let me ask you one thing. Name me a person who's perfect, who's made every decision correctly. Well, I'm not, I'm not looking for perfect. I'm looking for – everybody talks – everybody's always talking about Ronald Reagan, Ronald Reagan, Ronald Reagan. No, no. I'm and, just saying take just Mitt Romney. Forget about the socialized medicine. I right? know, but that's a deal breaker. But he didn't, he didn't want it for the U.S. government. He want, he, for his state, he, he didn't have it. any control over the U.S. But, government. But here's the point. They still made a criminal out of a guy who was not a criminal. They couldn't find one. I know, but you, besides but, that, name one thing about the guy that. that but was, that's a deal breaker. You, you, you're gonna, I disagree. You're so, gonna have. You're gonna. You had a choice between a guy that wanted to socialize medicine for the entire country. He wanted to, wanted to at that point, versus a guy who social who already did. He didn't want to. He already socialized medicine in the state of Massachusetts. And another thing is that Mitt Romney's father brought state income tax to the state of Michigan. I'm not, You're not talking about conservatives. You no. are not talking well, that's about why, conservatives. That's why Mitt Romney don't want hey, hey, Jimmy, hey, Jimmy did that? you want to add anything on to that, Jimmy? That's why, that's why Mitt Romney's all washed up now. He's done. His no, no, he is, I'm, I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing. He is done. But I'm saying, if if you're talking about taking a guy strictly on principle, Mitt Romney and and Jimmy Carter was another guy who lived on principles. But forget about principles. Sometimes, unfortunately, don't work in in a business world. The United States is a business, and you know what? They got to do. It's a, it's just that these are business decisions, and he made. The wrong decision on that end, but I'm saying if you're talking about principle, strictly principle, on principle, Mitt Romney really believed that socialized health care would help everybody. He really did believe. Obama, I think for him, is more about control. He was more because when you control... Yeah, but I don't care about your intentions. 
but the you're saying the principle. road to hell is paved with good intentions. Well, I'll tell you guys what. You're mentioning principle. We're talking about principle. If they leave Donald Trump alone, sorry, they leave Donald Trump alone and let him do, let him go through with his principles and his agenda, this country will be straightened out. The world will be straightened out. All his, all his ideas are great, and, and, and everything will be all right. You're putting terrorists will be wiped out. You're, you're, I agree, Jimmy. You're putting your faith in a person instead of principles. A what? person with no scruples whatsoever. He has plenty. He's not afraid of North Korea. He's not. When Obama was letting yeah, North Korea ramp up, we brought dignity. We brought dignity back to the White House. Obama let North Korea. Dignity. Obama. Obama. <laughs> let back. Back to America. <laughs> a lot of things happened in the last six, seven months, and it's causing a complete meltdown to the left, to the Democrats. They have no agenda. They have nobody. They're thinking of Kamala. They have, they have no agenda. They, they, they're, they have no they're, agenda. They're thinking, they're thinking, they're, 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 the for, for America, yeah, they, for yeah. themselves, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're, they're thinking Kamala for 2020. Jimmy, thanks for they're calling, man. Of, Thank you. They're thinking of Pocahontas for 2020. They're thinking of <laughs> Ellison for 20. I mean, give me a break. Ellison, this guy's, this guy's up and down brotherhood. By the way, did no, they, they did definitely they, have an agenda? I will say. Did any of them name their dog Lassie? <laughs> I just, wait, I, I will say or, this or, much. This is the danger of having – the one danger of having Donald Trump as president is now it opens the door for any celebrity the rock. to become president. The rock. <laughs> That's a good point. No yeah. one would vote. It opens Listen. the door for any celebrity. Kanye, wait, wait. Kanye West may be your next president. Wait, I'll tell you why you're wrong. I'll tell you why you're wrong. It's very obvious. That's when I'll Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan was a very famous actor. There's nothing new yeah. under the sun, period. Jimmy Carter Actually, met with Hamas. I mean, everything that you can think of that happened, that's happening right now has always existed. Who's going to be the Democratic candidate? That's what I want to know. Who's the next one? There's not going to be one. The party's defunct. I mean, I don't know. Well, who, there's going to have yeah. to be. One Democrat, Run Pelosi, the Democrats, for God's sake. Democrats we started slavery. The Democrats, so we can read it. The Democrats Wait, started slavery. They should be out. The fake Indian? What the heck? Yeah, exactly. Elizabeth? Oh, yeah, Elizabeth Warren. Warren oh, Obama. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. They, they asked her. They asked her to take a DNA test to see if she was really Indian. She's refusing. She's like, "Well, there used to be a picture of an Indian in our fireplace, so I always thought I was Indian." Yeah, I, yeah I, I'm sure. I'll bet I have more Native American in me than she does. Horrible people coming out the left. They're brainwashing everyone. They but are totally in our community. There's like nine of them, so I'm not really concerned. <laughs> but you know what's the interesting you part? They're all on Facebook at one what time. What the media doesn't realize, <laughs> what they don't realize, by all this attack, they're actually creating more Trump. Oh, absolutely. Well, well, you know there, what? There's a it, it, myself, I'm not a. I'm not a. Um, Trumpist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not a Trumpist. But the more I see, and the like, I find myself defending him because yeah. it's like, come on, you guys, you're you're reaching. The, the things that are coming... They're just digging. Russia's gone. Yeah. Russia's gone. Russia's gone. So there's a new narrative, right? He's a Nazi. He's a white supremacist. Yeah. Well, you know, way, he's the, a, well, here's the thing. If he is a Nazi, I'm sure his grandchildren would like to know that their Zadie, which Zadie in, in um, Yiddish is uh, grandpa, I'm sure his, his Jewish grandchildren would like to know that their grandfather is a Nazi. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. It was Russia yesterday. Today's a Nazi. I mean, after he made that speech where he said both sides are bad, the Antifa and those KK. I mean, you guys had KKK guys written in crayon, KKK on their shirt. I mean, come on. 
Is that what, how they do it? Really? They're all and, and, they, and they were marching around yeah. with tiki torches. Those guys are really scary. The next day, if you would have turned on the news, you would have thought it was crazy outside. People are killing each other, black yeah, versus yeah. white. I walk outside, I'm shaking my neighbor's hand. He's black, yeah. I'm shaking. I'm in the supermarket, I'm saying hello to the lady, I'm opening the door. What the hell is anarchy? These people are crazy, crooked, yeah. corrupt, and God will take care of them one by one. He is the anointed one. 20, 30 years, when they drop this, <laughs> when they drop this man's casket in 20, 30 years, the world will weep. The whole world, <laughs> one by one. Dude, the left is just—it's all the tactics of Saul Linsky. Wait, are you—you're—you're you're being facetious? I hope. Absolutely no, he's not. He's a Trump. He will he's save a, the world. Oh yeah, he's it's not even about diehard. The number is four two four six seven It's about good versus evil. I've never seen anything like well, do you, it. Do you—do you believe Wait. that Donald Trump is the second coming? Of course. How is he not? <laughs> Look what they're doing to him. I've never seen anything well, like it. They're going crazy on him. 424-675-6806. They're throwing every single bow and arrow. It's not working. Yeah, they can't. They're they cannot. Insane. They cannot take him. I don't him. believe it's a second coming, but I think they're going, oh but they're going absolutely insane. My over. mind is blown. Have you I'm ever telling seen you. Matthew, in your case, the Messiah has finally well, come. He is. He is here. He's here, and it's going to be a legacy. It's going to be his sons, his daughter. The Trumps will have their way in politics for the next 50 years, and that's what's going to clean up our country and set it straight. That's scary stuff. Matthew, there is one thing I'm disappointed. It's scary scary stuff because that's exactly what they do on the left is the the Stalin, the Maos, the Che Guevara, the the Fidel Castro. Yeah, yeah, you're doing the same thing. Well, let me tell you something. And he's a man of when, no principle. When you, when you tell, when, let no me tell you something. Whatsoever. You know what the problem is? You, you can say he has no principle. Like the gentleman that just called Jimmy, what's wrong with his agenda? Everything he said you love, right? You want better security. You want less people on welfare. You, you want, want more jobs in this gone. country. I mean, I mean, I could have done away with the dancing with the swords in Saudi Arabia, and I could have done away with the Afghanistan. If he was really smart, he would have got on TV and said, you know what, I'm sending in 20,000 troops, and every single poppy field in Afghanistan is going to be cleared out, torched. Every single month we're going to do a raid on every single poppy field. You want opiates gone? That's how you do it. But I'm a little bit sad that these things are not happening. kind of makes me wonder or what how about just really prosecuting going on. Hillary Clinton? Well, I mean, that can happen, how too. Well, how, do you pro- how do you prosecute somebody that you funded their campaign? I mean, it's, you guys have a very it's, short memory. It's, it's going to happen. Slowly but surely, things are coming out. The Anwar guy with the IT stuff and Wasserman well, but, Schultz. But I'm going to tell you who I do trust. It's all coming out. That's Snowden. why Russia's gone. There's no more narrative. <laughs> Russia is gone. You will not see one article on CNN, MSNBC, or any of the because mainstream from work. the Post of Times. There was not one article about Russia anymore, and every day was 45, 50 articles a day. Yeah. Now he's a Nazi, well, you, you, and that's going to well, be gone soon. Well, yeah. you have to admit And we're Uncle that, Tom. But you do. Okay, again, see, now I... have to admit what? I'm, hold on, I'm, hold on. I'm blown away. See, this is where I get upset because I'm having to defend him. But what the media is putting out and what the left is putting out against him I don't care about that. But it's overblown. The guy funded so what every Democratic campaign. That's, that's that's he, he wanted. He wanted. He right. Seven hundred million last year. That's not a joke. Seven hundred million he made last year. I don't care about that. How do you, you to make from, that money if you're not go, in politics and government? How do you go from government? supporting abortion to being against abortion? Listen, listen a lot every, of people change. Oh, people change their minds. People change. They do. He is groomed. Are you the same person you were when you were seventeen? He's been groomed the last few months. 
Um, the only thing, years. yeah, I'll answer. As that far question. as your views, absolutely. There's one thing that is the, the only thing that's changed is I've become a social libertarian, and I I recognize I went from um, strictly uh, traditional type conservative to a conservatarian, being a social libertarian in that drugs, prostitution, and gambling should be legalized. And I came around on the, I I never had anything. I always thought that drugs. I'm sorry. That gambling and prostitution should be legal, but I, but I came around from the puritanical view of drugs, um, and recognized that uh, you would eliminate a lot of organized crime if you legalize drugs. You would um, make adult if if uh, it became a capitalist enterprise, the the adulteration of a lot of drugs would make drugs a little bit safer. And the most important principle being that of freedom is that there are people who actually are responsible drug users and and I we said this before we started. Oh, wait a minute. If you were seventeen, hold on. Wait, wait, wait let, let, me okay, go let me finish ahead. the third point. Because this is the most important point, which is freedom, which is what the essence of true conservatism is about, is freedom and logic. And I have the right, as long as I'm not harming an, another, I have the right to damage myself. So if I want to shoot myself up with heroin, if I want to smoke crack and then go rob a bank or kill a family on the road, if I'm not getting into a car, if I'm not beating my wife, which are all things that are secondary, but go ahead. Yes, exactly. You, the government does not have a moral high ground, a moral right to pluck you out of your home and put you in a cage with rapists and murderers. That's immoral. That's well, completely immoral. Well, let's go back to the question of you people change. If I was 17 right now and a guy came out and said, free college for everybody, that includes all of us here. Every single one of us would say, oh, hell yeah, oh, free yeah, college, I'm about far. to start. No, I wouldn't. I would yeah, never, you no, would. No, I never would. Yeah, you would. If they came out and said, free college, and they said, you know what, You're, we're about to throw you off your parents' health care plan, free health care for everybody. Because at that age, you don't realize... Because they present it to you in a communist type of way where it only looks as if it's in your favor. It's kind of like a corporation when they want to sell your product. They step into your business and they have all these graphs and these statistics because stats lie and liars use stats. So they come up with all these, you know, they eliminate the stats that are unfavorable and show you all the positive side of the stats. And then that, that depending on your age, whether you can see through it or not, at our age now, we investigate, right? Somebody says college is free. We look at it and go, well, how the hell is college free? Somebody's got to pay for it. That means I'm the taxpayer. I'm getting taxed. I'm paying for it. When you're 17, you're not making money, and you're getting a tax refund. You're like, oh, hell yeah, college should be free. Hell yeah, medical should be free. You know, so that's what I'm saying. As, as you age, your views really do change. I, I, I don't agree. I mean, the, the, I'm, I'm giving you the only example of my, my views have changed. The only thing that I could say positive about Bill Clinton is that when I was 18 years old in 1992, I realized that I wasn't a liberal, and that's where that's that's where I that's where I developed. That's when I started to develop. I and I and I came to it all by myself. My parents didn't steer me in any direction. They were completely apolitical. I just found it on my own, and nothing is nothing is. I just I, I don't know. Maybe it's a cynical. Come on, man. You, you know you're also turned on by the oral office, right? <laughs> But you know what? With the drug, okay, let's go back to the drug thing, okay? Well, real quick, when you said about stats, I want to talk about something. Sure. Uh, when, when you said that, it's funny because 
it reminds me of a post I had up a, a couple weeks ago. And a Chaldean liberal gets on there, and he actually posts a link where they had a test that showed, okay, a test that showed that liberals, uh, a.k.a. progressives, are more intelligent than any other group. But here's the, here's the catch. The test was conducted by liberals. Exactly. Wait a minute. You I'm going to give you a better one. Here's the perfect one. You know how they always go, Scandinavia are the happiest people in the world are in Scandinavia. And they said the United States needs to be socialized like that. You know, what, you know what I found out? Highest number of people in the world on antidepressants. In Scandinavia? <laughs> in Scandinavia. So they forget the other part. Of, there's always the forgetting of the other part of the equation, right? It's like Tesla, right? What an amazing job Elon Musk is doing. Oh, by the way, he gets like $100 million from the government for free for his product. You know what? Take my supermarket and give me all the inventory for free, and guess what? I can make money too. <laughs> but that's not the way. They always forget to give you the other part of the equation, which, you know. But both sides use statistics. Absolutely. I'm, I'm agreeing. That's what politicians. Statistics to prop up whatever argument you're trying to make. Absolutely. Both. Republican and. Listen, if you think I'm, I'm telling you, both parties are corrupt. They just have a different way of showing it. But if I was. Again, it's always been the lesser of two evils. You'll but, never have a good party. But it's not. But it's it's not. I don't think it's it's Republican versus Democrat. It's it's uh, collectivism versus people that are interested in the Constitution and freedom, and and people that are interested in the Constitution and freedom, very 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 small. That's what that's what I was talking about earlier when one of the guys called in. Is where is the resistance from the right? It doesn't exist. That's how that's how all these things got passed. That's how. Um, when yeah, it's like they became sissified. Yeah, healthcare bill, same thing. They're all bought and sold, and Obama said, all right, we're going to pass this thing. And Judge Roberts says, um, yeah, it's a tax. That's why we can pass it. It's legal. Yeah, but know? what about the incandescent light bulb ban that George Bush signed? Oh, yeah. What no, about he's all just as bad. What about all the spending How about the Patriot Act? Did? If you think your neighbor is suspicious, you know, he's walking his dog kind of funny out there, you know. His dog crapped on my lawn. I think I'm going to report him. <laughs> you know? It's like it's all these things. And how does it get passed? By 9-11, like uh, they take a – Knee-jerk reaction. Yeah, well, a lot of it, like I said, a crisis. They take a crisis and take advantage of the situation. Never let a crisis go to waste. Good crises go to waste. Like I said, like, our, like people we're talking about, joking about here where – I'm going to help my brothers and sisters in Washington, D.C., and they're posing with the president and smiling and laughing and cracking jokes. You know, it's kind of the same. Uh, same Matthew, would you say a, a high percentage of the Jewish community has become liberalized? No, has always been, and I don't really have any explanation for it. Uh, to be honest, I think it's a uh, – so Helen won't like that I say this. A but, high percentage has always been liberal? Is yeah, what you're saying? Absolutely. I think it's a uh, is it majority liberal or majority conservative in the European Majority's liberal for sure. Okay. But uh I, I honestly I mean I don't I don't care for Michael Savage, but um he's always basically said I'm paraphrasing and I think it was one of his books too that and he's also a Trump supporter, or at least he was, but um that uh liberalism is a mental disorder. I think it's a sickness within the community. <laughs> I really think it's a sickness within the community. Well, you know it's funny you mention that because uh, again, one of my very close friends when they, they I know they voted for uh Hillary and I told him in his wife voted voted for Hillary and she voted against Mitt Romney and all that. And I said, and she says, well, Republicans want, you know, women barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen. I go, yeah, I know, man. I go, you know, and they, they, what they do to women. That's go, why I'm only here for trying to serve you guys mezza. You know what I told her? I said, yeah, Romney's wife, Ann Romney, looks really tortured, man. She's living a rough life right now. You know, it's like, it's like I, don't, I don't get that whole thing. 
And going to the drug part of it, this is a very interesting conversation because I do believe, just like the smoking ban, you know what, I'm a musician, and I used to hate when I played in a bar, and, you know, obviously everyone's smoking, and you come out smelling like you smoked a pack of cigarettes when you didn't come home, and you're like, you want to, like, burn your clothes. I do like it when I play now. There's no, you know, smoke, but at the same time, I think it's your right to be able to smoke because I'm playing in a club that I know people are going to smoke in. It's my decision to go play in there, a gig in there, and as people are free to go on the weekend and they want to have a cigarette, that's up to them. I'm not. What if what if X merchant wants to have? I'm not saying smoking is good or bad. Yeah. I'm just like I said. I'm only interested in freedom. What if X merchant wants to have his restaurant slash bar to be a bar where you can smoke? And why merchant doesn't want to allow that? What's wrong with that? Nothing. If you want to be a bar that says we're smoke-free, you go play yeah. to places smoke-free. I agree with you on that. Now, I do also think there's, there's, again, I believe there's freedoms with limitations. I still think that because man's addictive nature, if people were allowed to do whatever they wanted and go to 7-Eleven and get heroin and, and everything they want and just do it legally, I still think there'd be a lot more people getting killed on the roads and everything else because as things, just like with gambling, right? Remember before, if you wanted to gamble, you had to go to Atlantic City or you had to go to Las Vegas. Now there's a casino every block, and in every town, the, the bankruptcies are up, you know, like 500%. The bankruptcy, because people, a man is an addictive creature. So you want to you bail out for the gamblers? No, 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 no. I'm not, no, my point is that I feel Let like people there's, do what they want to no, do. No, I still feel there should be restrictions because man is such an addictive preacher that I feel like if they if they allow everything, I just think they're gonna everything. Okay, best are example. You, you, wait, 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 wait. Okay, a, I'm, you're a very intelligent guy, so you're not um, oblivious to the number of uh, alcohol related deaths every single year. I hate alcohol. I don't drink. And one of the things I hate about alcohol so is... So you're going to make alcohol legal? No, but my point that is... Didn't work actually, that I would love it if they did, but I'm, I mean, I wouldn't They've do already it. tried that. No, no, I wouldn't do it, but my point is this. They've also gone the other extreme now, and before it was like, you know, someone's like, hey, I'm going to go drink some wild turkey and get hammered. But now what they've done, again, it's the make things nice again, bourbon with maple. And they've made everything boutique, so it's really cool to drink, and it's very uh, dignified. And, th- and there's a lot more people that are becoming alcoholics because of this, because now it's, it's like a, a dignified thing to do. And I, I believe that making it boutique and making it dignified and trying to make it like something, it's kind of like dogs, right? It used to be, there were two kinds of dogs, a purebred and a mutt. Now, well, let's call them something, a cavachon, a golden doodle. Now it's $2,000 a dog or whatever, you know, where before it was like, you know, I'm just saying with alcohol, they've now made it so boutique that people, it's become like a game with them. But at the end of the day, everyone's drinking way more alcohol than they need, I think, in general. Go to a sporting event. I went to see, or even like the marijuana thing, right? I went to see Clutch and Primus over at Freedom Hill. I couldn't enjoy the show because there was so much dope smoke in the air. Primus is one of my favorite bands. I endured the Clutch show. I like Clutch. Halfway through Primus, I'm like, I'm out of here. I can't take this anymore. You know, I just think that man is an abusive creature, and, and that's knowing... Yeah, but you're talking, about, you're talking about your own preferences. That has nothing to do with freedom or the government um, putting you in a cage with rapists and murderers because people are choosing to potentially harm themselves. And people put... Here's where the problem lies. The problem lies is when you put other people at risk, like when you drink... Drive. And then drive. 
Yeah. Same thing. It, it should be like drugs should be treated the same way as alcohol. And another thing is, if if drugs were legal, are are you going to start injecting? If no. if you're a lot okay now, all drugs are legal. Are you going to be more likely to use heroin? But teenage kids will because they say, well, it's legal. Who cares? Mom, dad, you can't tell me nothing. It's legal. Yeah, there's but a drinking yeah, age. but don't you think they're, they're there's gonna, a drinking age even of twenty one? Well, even if they are illegal, don't you think that they're going to try to somehow? Prohibition right. did uh, not, not work. Do, it didn't work. It's already been tried in this country. I think well, that even with alcohol being I'm not illegal, saying, and you have to be I'm not 21 to drink. Alcohol illegal. I'm not saying. I'm just saying personally. No, but you're picking and choosing your I think, drugs. No, no, no. Alcohol is a drug. Alcohol is a drug. They all are, but you're they're still in your state. <clears throat> you're just doing it by a more socially acceptable means. Yep, I agree with that. No, I'm not disagreeing with that, but I feel like it's such. I can't say one way or the other, but I will say that it's such a fine line. Uh, that it's very hard to tell what's a gateway to something way worse, and maybe you're not harming yourself, you're ruining your family and do, everything else. Do, do gateways exist? Because there's kind of uh, that research is up in the air. For, I mean, last I checked into it, which you know, which was a while ago, but gateway drug is that is that a real concept? I don't know. It's, it seems like it's pure prop. It seems like it's pure propaganda to me. I don't know that like because you smoke pot, all of a sudden you're going to be interested in. Um, ecstasy or crack or why maybe you know, things become like to the point where they doesn't affect them anymore. They want to go to a harder drug. I'm sure a lot of people. It's like gambling, so, right? If you're an idiot, the you're same an idiot. With alcohol, though, alcohol's legal, right? Absolutely. So if you know you like to drink and you know you become an alcoholic and then you know it's whatever you're bored with drinking. So does that mean you're going to tr- explore other types of drugs? Because I think we'd all agree that alcohol is a drug. Absolutely, yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, but the only thing is, is it's, it's, this is just – that argument I've heard a million times, I think it's impossible to gauge whether something's a gateway or not. I think it's your addictive personality that's the question. That's yeah, but it. the only question is the safety of others. You, you have no moral high ground. If it's legal, there will definitely be more people in the car that are laced up on heroin or laced up on anything and driving out there or doing something. You're, doing you're, something. you're presenting a hypothesis in the same way people did about when you um, – Legalize the carrying of concealed weapons. We got Jerry on the line. Jerry, how you doing? Good. How about yourself? Uh, at the, at the moment, I'm not crazy about the last comment about legalizing the carrying of concealed weapons, because some people shouldn't be carrying a gun. I'm probably one of them. There are days that people piss me off, and if I had a concealed weapon on me, I probably would find myself. Uh, Serving serving twenty to life, so I'm not calling about concealed weapons. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. Uh, the National Rifle Association would say, "Yeah." Uh, my ex-wife would probably say, "Don't give that crazy guy a gun." But whatever, we all have our opinions. Uh, let's talk about uh, the Donald. Anybody heard of a guy by the name of Trump? My feelings are uh, all over the place when it comes to Trump. When he got elected, I had severe reservations because the man does not have a filter. I guess we'd have to say today that's still a major issue. Uh, But the one thing I like about Trump is that I know what's going on. When we had Obama in the White House, do I have to tell you, Mr. Shady, I had no clue what was going on in government. Uh, And... Not that I, on a day-to-day basis, I really cared, but at this point, Trump makes things interesting. First of all, 
uh, everyone anticipated the stock market would go to hell. From my point of view, I could say, well, I've made more than $100,000, or I've recovered more than $100,000 of the money that I lost during the Obama administration. So that's, that's one in Trump's column. Uh, with regard to all the things that he's wanted to do, I always felt that there would be problems in that regard because, yes, both parties in, agree we need infrastructure, but how are we going to make that possible? Okay, we got a we got a large deficit and cutting taxes. I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat, you got to be very creative in order to make tax cuts meaningful. Uh, cutting back. Uh, not cutting back, uh, with regard to infrastructure, I mean, it's an expensive proposition. And I don't know really what the answer is, but the bottom line is this. If you're a Republican or you're a Democrat, you got to, okay, all of a sudden say, you know what, I'm an American. The infrastructure of this country is crumbling, and if we don't do something, it's going to be a sad commentary. It's going to be like uh, we're driving Jerry, through the streets Jerry, of Beirut. Jerry, what's your nationality, Jerry? What's your nationality? Uh I'm Jewish. It happens, okay, I get along, I try to get along with everybody. I get along with Chaldeans, I get along with, uh, I'm a minority, Chaldeans are a minority. Um, One thing that I find offensive is that so many people, okay, take anyone of Middle Eastern extraction and they automatically assume, okay, that they should be stopped and frisked, that everybody, okay, is a Muslim. Well, let's put it this way. I've met Chaldeans that I wouldn't want to have over for dinner. I've met Muslims that I would want to have over for dinner. Everybody is an individual. Let's put it this way. There are Jewish people that, okay, that I know. I don't know what I'm allowed to say, but, okay, the appropriate term would be this. If I had to, if I had to do a number one or a number two, they could be Jewish, and I wouldn't give a second thought. I mean, the bottom line is people are people, good people, bad people. Uh, when it comes to taxes, we need a tax cut, not a tax cut just for the rich, not a tax cut, okay, just for the middle class. We've got to figure out how to make it work, and obviously corporations will function better if they have more money to spread around. Uh, with regard to uh, bringing money back from overseas, it's not just Apple. There's so many companies that have hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars that if we could repatriate, repatriate it to the United States, things will be better. Uh, I'd like to see U.S. steel companies. Nucor, and there's a company I heard about that's the largest rolled steel company in the United States that uh, has a good relationship with Canada, but most of their plants are in the United States. Let's, t- let's put the Chinese to the fire, and all of a sudden, if people are going to buy American, I have no problem with that, but don't let the Chinese sneak around and pull the crap that they're pulling. I mean, the same thing that, that you know, they're going to do with North Korea. Excuse me? Uh, we have an embar- a $3 billion embargo against North Korea. So what are the Chinese going to do? They're going to backdoor it and, and provide uh, uh, goods to North Korea? I don't think so. The last person I heard that was actually welcome in North Korea was Dennis Rodman. I was a Piston fan. I was a Bulls <laughs> fan. I was a Laker fan. But Dennis Rodman, can I tell you, they'll never let you out of the country to go to North Korea. And if they do... 
uh, I'll be one of the first people that uh, that thinks that uh, just like uh, Sung Young, Chung Fung, whatever the guy's name is, uh, he shot his <laughs> uncle, he shot his brother, Dennis. Can I tell you, at one point, after you were a janitor and made it in the NBA, you brought a rifle to the parking lot at the palace. Uh, you don't have to bring a rifle. They'll take care of you in North Carolina and North Korea when it comes to that. U- U.S., okay, military operations with South Korea. They're necessary. This guy in North Korea is such a crazy nut that the bottom line is we got to be prepared for anything. I don't think he's dumb enough. Even on okay, even on his uh, most freaky day, to go ahead and think that his nuclear might is going to uh, make a difference. That all of a sudden, okay, he's going to fry the United States. If he flies planes between J- Japan and Guam, I think we're going to have to teach him a lesson. In any case, we got to protect ourselves. We got to protect our allies. We got to protect so many people, and. I hope Trump, with okay, with Tillerson's help, actually Tillerson turned out to be the right guy, okay, in the right position. The same is true of uh, my Jewish buddy Cohn. He's probably the only person that can make any sense economically of what to do in the White House. Uh, Steve Bannon, a little bit, little bit too crazy. I mean, if you can't even get along with the president's son-in-law and daughter, you know he was going to be showing his walking papers. Uh, I'm just surprised that we have more people, okay, that have been booted from office than I even remember ever being in office. It's like it's a it's a revolving door. But Trump did surround himself with the brightest and best people that were economic geniuses, not people that were just given jobs because of political favors. So. At this point, I could say that I am pleased with what Trump has done. The one thing I have to complain about is the man, as I said in the beginning, doesn't have a filter. I was afraid that when you start talking to foreign dignitaries, what's going to happen? You're going to get, okay, just like the American talking to the Japanese. You've got to understand protocol. You just can't do what Nikita Khrushchev tried to do years ago, bang a shoe on the table and say, we will bury you. I mean, Trump pretty much has taken a stance not much different than that. And I'm glad that people are sort of holding him back, keeping him in the corner, hopefully, so he doesn't step into the middle of the ring and try to throw a haymaker at someone and regret it later. So all in all, I just want to say that I enjoy your show. I'm glad you guys are back on for another season. Uh, at every opportunity <laughs> Jerry, I, I can, I'll listen you. to you. Sir, do you again? miss all the czars? Do you miss all the czars from Obama? Auto czar and this. <laughs> Remember how many czars well, that were in office? Well, let's put it this way. Okay, about? after all the CEOs decided, <laughs> okay, that they couldn't go along with the Charleston, Virginia situation and Trump, again, mishandled that. Let's put it this way. He's a businessman. He'll never be mistaken for a diplomat. He made billions of dollars with his daddy's $100 million start. And since that point, okay, all I can say is you can't take that away from him. You may not like him, but the bottom line is this. As long as the country gets stronger our military is sounder. Uh, I'll put up with the bullshit. Uh, hey, I, I never paid attention to Twitter. 
Now I don't have to. It's an all. What's going on on Twitter is all Trump. So I hear about it in that fashion. My daughter listens to all the Twitters and all the other kind of stuff. I'm, I just turned 68 years of age, and, and I can tell you this: it's a country that, in the years ahead, it's for the Generation Xs, the Millennials, uh, we Baby Boomers. Just sit back and say, you know what? We've got Medicare. We can get. We can afford me, uh, Medicare supplements. We're going to survive. The what? What the hell happens to the young people today? Time will tell. But. As far as I'm concerned, Trump has done as good a job as I expected. He's still going to have major problems getting all the things that he said he would get done passed. But I've yet to see a president in any administration who didn't make promises, and then all of a sudden uh, they slipped down the sewer. But I think we got the right people working with Trump. We're going to see repatriation. We're going to see a tax cut. Uh, I don't know what to say about health insurance. Affordable care will never be affordable to anyone. When I hear about women that had mastectomies, they're going to have $25,000 insurance premiums. They might just as well shoot the poor lady. I mean, what can I tell you? This doesn't work. I mean, with people with deductibles of of $10,000 and co-pays, that doesn't work. The health system needs to be revamped. I don't know enough about all the intricacies, but somehow Canada has a socialized system and people are surviving. People are getting treatment. So we're smart enough, wise enough in the United States. We're the strongest nation. We have the best people, uh, with the exception of the Indians, because we couldn't win a spelling bee if our life depended on it. Other than that, uh, go America. It's apple pie America, and I just bought a Cadillac for the first time in 40 years instead of a Chevrolet. So, Gary, I'll say go blue. You're right on point with everything, thanks, man. Thanks I for agree. calling in, man. <laughs> the last thing I'll tell you is this. They're complaining about Jim Harbaugh. I was a Michigan grad, and what i got to say is go blue. Thank you guys for, for the red, white, and blue. Have a great evening, and look forward to getting on the show again. Bye-bye. Thank you, Jerry. Wait, Matthew, I got a good one for you that rolls along with your line of drugs thing, but in a different concept, flat tax. I would love to see a flat tax. I have no idea why we don't have that because... I'm with you 100%. Yeah, I knew you'd like that, but I agree with that because the tax, the system for you know the IRS is like the way... I mean, really, it is set up for like the uber rich to know all the loopholes because if you have a great accountant that... They can find every kind of tax break and put money in the Caymans and everything else. If they just did a flat tax, no whatever you buy. No more than 10%. Yeah. Ever. They should, I mean, they should have to amend the Constitution to – well, it, it should never be more than 10%. And the problem with the, the national sales tax is that once you put something into place in Washington, they never get rid of never it. Never get rid of it, yeah. They never get rid of it. So um, – I, I'm with you. 100%. I agree because after 10%, it's just straight up money for corruption for these politicians to do what they want and take lavish vacations and and uh, everything else. But I'd love to see a flat tax. I don't know why this whole complicated system even exists. I like Steve Forbes <laughs> back in the day. So what about statues? <laughs> statues? 
Yeah. You, you, you allude, I mean, uh, or somebody alluded to it earlier. There, I mean, I, I want to go back to that and, and really talk about that because obviously, if if we don't take statues down, we're pretty much Nazis. But you're talking about um, two groups that are very, very small, and they're both horrible on both sides. You have the, you know, you have the fascists on one side, and you have the Nazis on other, the, on the other side. They call themselves Antifa, but they're they themselves are uh, fascists. It's good that they're fight. I I hope they keep fighting each other. Yeah, but when they're fighting the statues, the statue too. thing is so stupid. I don't know what they're trying to That's do. That's the most ridiculous thing that has come along in modern times. You heard what Charles Barkley said. He said ninety-five percent of black people have never even thought about what statues were. Who would help? I've never thought about what statues. Well, why? Were. But here's the question: Why now? These yeah. statues have been around for. Because Russia's done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Apparently, because Russia's we're done. progressives. They're no, progressive. but seriously. No, Russia they, is done. They need they, something. Trump is a Nazi. Trump is white supremacist. Trump is racist. This is the new narrative. And we're Uncle Tom. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. one more week from no, now, when that's that? when that's there's going to be another issue <laughs> yeah. and another. Like issue. I said, that's just how it works. Yeah. But, Uncle Tom ain't got nothing on Benedict no, Arnold, yeah. and you remember that. Why? No, but seriously, why now? The, these statues have been around, which I've seen some of them. I've traveled to these areas. I, I didn't see anyone getting upset by you know. By looking at the, sta- I mean, it's a it's a statue for crying it's out. It's like well. it's like someone putting a, a picture of like a, a ruling king, like Asher, for example. <laughs> like you put it on your arm. I mean, Asher, you know, took down villages and did everything. That, you know, some people might not like that. What about? You know? How about some Trump statues? Trump statues? You'd too? like that. I know you'd like well, that. <laughs> if we had a, if we had Trump statues everywhere, yeah, you got to give me. Exactly, you, hold on a second. You got to give me another more than six months, though. You can't okay. just erect a Trump statue now. I mean, okay, but wait, hold on. You, you said before that he, he is be the anointed one. I understand canonized. that. Yes, he will <laughs> right? be canonized. Well, I, it's not going to be Saint Trump. He'll he'll just be revered, and everyone will weep we for him because he saved the world. Everywhere we should have Trump statues everywhere. You should make a symbol. In eight for, years, we will make a symbol for, we'll have for a Trump, like an icon. Yes, an icon for Trumpism. Trump. Do we have an Obama statue? We're going to have a naval sure, carrier yeah, after I'm him. Sure. We're going to have Isn't everything. There, are there any Obama statues yet? Oh, I'm sure there are. There's sure a library are. for him. There's a Bill Clinton statue. Why don't they tear that down? They, in Chicago, yeah, they just made Obama down. Day. Exactly. They're trying to pass Obama Day in Chicago. I'm, I'm offended by him. I oh, want yeah. that damn thing down. Yeah. As a woman, I am a, very offended he's by He's a rapist. Bill Clinton. You I want to take the pedophile aisle. I'll take the Elias Brothers thing down, too. It pisses me off, man. I got fat eating Elias Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> There's Big I mean, boys coming down. Where does boy. it stop? You know, where does well, it exactly. stop? Exactly. Where does it stop? Take down because the Muhammad Ali statue. He used to yeah, punch but, people. But, but yeah. where's the resistance beyond <laughs> the, the tiny faction that it was violent that uh, illegitimizes um, it, which is the, the Nazis. The Nazis are the ones. You Where, know, who going are the to Nazis? Them. These people are not Nazis. They're kids from high school. They don't know what the hell they're, they're doing. Are you saying that? Like real life Nazis. Yeah, not real life Nazis. You want to die laughing? There's no such thing. Okay, hold on a second. Matthew, 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 Matthew. You honestly don't believe that there's no such thing. No, I believe there's a bunch of white inbred people in the mountains that how many people are, are there in this country? 330, 20 million. 320 million. 320 million. Of that 30. 320 million people, 
how many of how many of what what do you think the percentage of neo Nazis? Probably less than one percent. Okay. Not even. Not, not even not, like point zero. You're being zero, very, yeah. Zero. I was gonna say you're being really generous. Well, I didn't give you a specific. I said less than one percent. Joke. What? It's a complete joke. They're just trying to I make Trump question. look bad for re-election in 2018. That's common good, sense, you? plain as day. And when you got the biggest, biggest media circus going on, which influences everyone's lives. I mean, not I everybody. People, I have people that are that were staunch Trump supporters. And they're looking at, I don't know, they're shaking their head. I don't know what's going on. What are they, you know, Trump is a racist. I'm like, what? Are you guys at, is, is, you guys leave your TV on at night while you're sleeping? I mean, you can't. Don't you, <laughs> you know? think a lot of this stuff is staged? I'm going to give you an example. Think about this. If you have a job, if you have a job, why would you arbitrarily risk going, getting injured, getting killed, or getting arrested and going to jail? Like, well, I mean, define define stage. I mean, a, a lot of these protesters are paid. That's what I'm yeah, saying. That's what he well, paid. yeah, no, that's my exactly point is, is no, that's I don't, that's not paid. stage. They're paying you. Paid, I mean, it's not paid. necessarily fake. It's no, not it's fake. It's You're being paid. That doesn't mean but, that they don't believe. In, that doesn't mean that they don't believe in what they're no doing. It's no different than fake news. They don't Man, believe in what they're these, saying. They're just out there getting paid for it. I believe the just like the broadcasters, these guys are paid to go protest because anybody that has a job or has a family is not going to go out there. And, and what exactly are they protesting? Yeah, what, what are, That's what I'd like to know. Okay, you, you had first it started with, um, I think it was at the woman, the women's march. Yeah, I, I can't keep up with all women of these. and transgender. Okay, and but gay hold on, right? The women's march. Right. Okay, what exactly were they protesting? I. I, I yeah, but what, I, what what happened to the Tea Party movement? That's what I want to know. Like that was actually like real, not nationalism, not populism, not Trumpism. That actually was. Legitimate conservatives on the right resisting this serious move to the left. Well, you saw what happened. In yeah. media, they called them teabaggers, and Bill Clinton <laughs> called them teabaggers. And yeah, but who? They, they said they're white supremacists. Yeah, but, yeah, but who? Like in this day and age, I don't. I don't watch, especially since Fox became, you know, like a Trump station. I don't want. I don't even watch Fox anymore. Fox so, hates Trump. They want him to lose. They didn't want him to lose during the election. No. Sean Hannity, are you for real? Sean Hannity loved him, but everybody else, uh, what's his name, hated him. No. The CEO, yeah. What, well, Rupert Murdoch? Well, wait, what no, hold on. About? What's the guy that, wait, what's the guy O'Reilly? That, yeah, O'Reilly, yes. No, the only O'Reilly person that was critical him. of him on was, Fox uh, was Megyn Megan Kelly. Kelly. Mm-hmm. That's no, it. Megan, well, Rupert Murdoch didn't like me either. No, but what I'm saying is you're like, oh, the media, the media. Who listens? If you're an independent critical thinker, you're listening to open up like your email Listen, or Glenn Beck. All you got to do is open your email every day when you click on your email. Every single headline has something to do negative against Donald Trump. We, I, we have uh, we have Renee from West Bloomfield on the line. <laughs> Hello. Why are you laughing? Hello. Because I know who it is. Oh. <laughs> Renee, thanks for calling in. Hi. How are you? Oh, good. How are you? Hi, Renee. Good day. Uh, first, I'd like to say you guys are doing a great job. It's it's um, very interesting, and what you're talking about. I made a cookie for the show, by the way. Yeah, what happened to our cookies? I'm sorry. Yeah. What happened to our cookies? You didn't ask me for any cookies. Oh, that's that's a good point. It's never you too sure late. The right person, you know yeah. this person. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's never too well, late. I promise. I promise to make you guys some. 
I have me a question first, right? actually for Matthew. Oh. Yes, for, of course you first, Omar. But I would like to ask Matthew and Helen both a question. I know you, I don't think you guys are really talking about Trump right now. I'm not sure I got lost, but by the time I got through. Yes, we are. However, I, I, you know, I know that you guys are both, you know, anti-Trump and, you know, you, you do not like him. You um, can't stand him. Actually, Helen can't even listen to his voice. But <laughs> have you, you heard you him talk? Both, <laughs> yeah, I have. And like I, and I can imitate Renee, I can't stand I, the sight of him. That's <laughs> okay. the best line on the whole show. <laughs> Go ahead, Renee. However, um, I, by the way, I can imitate his body language very well. I will do it for you guys one day. Um, All right. My question, question is: I find I heard you guys. You know, um, well, actually, Helen, you even said I find my, myself defending him. And not mind you, I'm just I. You know, I, I'm not a supporter. I am not. Um, I'm not real into politics. However, if if you guys are agreeing with what he's doing, why do you dislike him so much? And why do you think he's so bad for this country? Well, Matthew hasn't agreed with anything. Helen has a little bit, but Ma- Matthew has well, concluded. Well, actually, Matthew well, has agreed I, with, I, with him and his deportation process. So I know that he has. But... You know, as far as as far as what has he done, I guess, you know, that that you disagree with and that you find him to be, you know, so terrible and a horrible person, which I'm not saying he's a good person. And I'm not saying because I personally don't know. You want me to go down the list? Well, I I, (laughs) I've never said that I I hate him or that I think he's a well on on a personal level. Um, I think he's a, he's an immoral person, and yeah, do, exactly like Matthew said. Do you want me to go down the list? But that's okay. not. And I mean, how many I, people? But that that's irrelevant to what he's doing, though. Right. I, that's we're not, completely you're irrelevant. Asking, you're asking me though why I don't like him personally. Well, uh-huh. Me personally, why I don't like him? Well, a I can't listen okay. to him talk. Um, I think uh, um. Fourth graders have a, a larger vocabulary and can speak it probably in public better than he can. Um, okay. That, I mean, that, these these are my personal reasons for not like him. As far as him being the president, are there any things that he's done that I can say that I am totally against or I dislike? No, I I didn't vote for him um, simply because I don't believe that he's truly a, a conservative just based on, on, on some of his, his political views. But more okay. as far as me not liking him, it, it's more of a personal, um, pers- him as a person is what I don't like about him. And when I say I find myself defending him, because he really is getting, the media has made him out to be a monster. Or, you know, perfect example this weekend, or last weekend with the Charlottesville incident. I mean, they basically made him sound like he was supporting uh, the Nazis or the neo-Nazis, which I completely disagree with. I heard the speech. I mean, I heard the same thing every and I'm not a Trump supporter, but I did. Like I said, I find myself defending him because I don't think that he's being Amen. treated fairly. Yeah. Wow. So I, you know, okay. I'm, I'm open and I'm, you know, I'm neutral. Do I like some of the things he's done? Sure. Do I not agree with some of the things he's done? Sure. But to say that I hate him, no, I can keep an open mind. 
But like I said, because I don't like him personally and some of the things that he's done on a personal level. But don't you think? But that, that has nothing to do with his presidency. But don't you think somebody right. needs? I hate to say this in this day and age of the internet, where everybody's criticized to the max. Don't you think you need somebody who puts the gloves on and fights back? Well, like, absolutely. You, you need sorry, somebody who's got brashness. Again, going back to Romney, that's why he lost because people looked at him like he was too wimpy. Because when you get a, it's not like getting attacked. 20 years ago before the internet was like huge. Like now people just railroad you and the left is like nailing you. So you need somebody and Kelly, what we say, right? The path of Kellywood. They finally met their match with somebody who's got like a bigger translation. Attitude. He has a dog face. Yeah, exactly. Well, He's got more I, attitude. Yeah, like they finally I, met somebody who had more attitude than they have. That's the, that's the thing. Right. They met and, their and, match. You know, and why is it, why is it okay that the American people are so disrespectful and can do and say whatever they want? However, what he, you know, he, he basically defends himself. Okay, he's the bad guy because he's the one who is, um, you know, completely out of line. He's the one who, you know, is, is just got a terrible mouth and has got no respect. What about the American people who, in general, society today has no respect? Okay. Yeah, but, 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 but they're not holding. Yeah, people, but they're not people holding do and say whatever they want though. to him. And is he supposed to just sit back and just let it be? I, no. I'll totally I agree with you. With I love when he hits back. For example, the two CNN so broadcasters that, so were, the, that were they were attacking him, and they were talking about morals uh-huh. and blah, blah, blah. And he said, hey, he goes, you guys had an affair while you were married on the set behind the scenes for two years before, and you're out there talking about morals, you need to check yourself. I love what, when he what, says what stuff are, like what that. What are you talking about? The guy has cheated on every woman that he's been no, with. No, but the, he was getting How criticized, you know so he punched back. How, he's, admitted, he's admitted yeah, to he's it. Admitted I, what, to who, who did he cheat with? Um, his, his wives his, or his girlfriend? His but you're missing wife. my point. He, he cheated on, on his Marla? Oh no, he, he cheated. What, what was which, what, what's her name? Ivana. How, how many people that's cheated? That's point. But my point wasn't well, a please. relationship rocky my, though. Were they estranged? Are, oh, no, 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 they were married. <laughs> because ninety nine point nine percent of America does the same thing. No. What? Whoa, 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 Man. Hold on. Stephen, we know, we know you believe he's every rocky relationship. Every rocky relationship goes down that path. Okay, oh, that's exactly. how it works. I'm not judging Wait, him. Where did you get that 99%? Uh, no. I'm talking about there. rocky relationships. Uh, when you're in a rocky relationship you're and, and there's someone that you like, you're going to go you're with skewing them. My point. That's it. Mm-hmm. You're skewing my Bottom point. Bottom line. You're missing my point. My point is not about what he did or didn't do. My point is exactly. they were attacking exactly. him, so he punched back and mm-hmm. said, you guys were screwing each other on and, the set. And, and how does that affect the country, your life, it's, or, or it's, anything else? But the fact that, 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 that he goes on That was 30 Twitter. years ago what you're talking the about, 30 years ago. That he can punch I mean, back Obama, they said Obama was smoking crack and having homosexual affairs. I Renee, mean, thanks for calling. Where, where, <laughs> where are you going to go? I mean, we're, we're Don't cut Renee off. You gave that other we guy. No, but, like, uh, but he is still, listen. Li- okay. What are you talking about? Obama said, I use cocaine. That's the whole idea of CMS. Smoking, stuff. They, I do not agree YouTube. with his tweet. I, I know, I know. I don't agree with his, with his childish um, retort. He is the, the president of the United States. Grab, okay? grab him by the pussy. Oh. <laughs> listen. <laughs> Listen, man, he's a man. Okay, at least my president, at least my president is a man. 
okay? And and he's a real one, all right? We don't need you know that cookie-cutter, political correct garbage in the White House. He's talking about political okay? correctness. That's what it is. That's what it is. You want to bring someone that's real, that hasn't been groomed from day mm-hmm. one, to say what you want, hear what you want, right. mainstream media what you want. This is what you get. Either it's Donald Trump or you're going to get a guy like the guy in Philip. Wait a minute. You want to hear this? I'm going to kill everybody, murder all the There's drug dealers. Only, in my so country. You and truthfully, that's the main reason why people don't like him is because of his mouth and, and the way that he talks. And doing all the stuff he was doing, his ratings went up. It was we great. Got Everyone loved him because we're making money. Benedict Arnold, money I know you're listening, and I want you to know something. I don't let the seeds stop me from enjoying my watermelon. <laughs> Yeah, Guys, yeah. it's been fun. It's been real. Thanks uh, for having yeah. us, Omar. Thanks for being out here. Renee, thank you for calling, Renee. Thank Renee, you. thanks for calling. We'll catch you later. Guys, I know you're okay. back here. Okay. You guys have a good night. You too. It's been fun. It's been real. We're going to be back soon. Are you really defending his talking about grabbing women by the P-word? I'm not, I'm not defending oh, that. Of course not. That's absolutely ridiculous saying that. But it's locker room talk. Where's Locker room you talk. And if, if anyone, if any man or woman says, tells me that they haven't used that kind of language describing other male or females, like when you see your, a guy walking down the street, oh my God, I would do this with him, or a guy says, oh, I would tear